Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ocean Lovers podcast. I'm Kirsty, and unfortunately, Erica Page was not able to uh, be with us. Uh, she had like a little emergency with her little pup, Bindi. So I asked Orca if she wanted to join us today. So Orca's here, and we are going to do a fun Earth Day episode. Yay. Yeah. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Well, we're technically uploading this Friday, so Earth Day was yesterday, but we're celebrating yeah. Earth Day. <laughs> yes. I mean, every day should be Earth Day. So. I, it, yep, I even have that on my notes. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to make this a pretty fun, really chill episode. Um, we're going to talk about, I have a little list of things that we can talk about and just things that I can ask Orca. And, yeah, we're just going to kind of make this about Earth Day and make it positive and fun and energetic. And, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So first, happy Earth Day, everyone. And um, let's see, let's talk about, so we're going to just go ahead and talk about our sponsors and Orca's also sponsored by Blackbin. So this works out perfectly. Um, and while we talk about our sponsors, we have the coffees with us right here. Both of us, we're going to do our little unboxing. I technically opened the box because I was struggling and I didn't. Yeah, there you go. See, so we both, I'm pretty sure we have the same ones. So I'll mention one, Erica will mention one and I'll mention it, whatever. We'll do it that way. Um, but yeah, so if you guys don't already know, we are sponsored by Blackbean Coffee. Um, they are an e-commerce coffee roasting brand out of Seattle, Washington, and we absolutely love their coffee. It's amazing. And we also love their um, story behind it and how they're trying to help PNW protectors. So the coffees that we have here is the PNW protector uh, line, I guess you can say, of the coffee subscriptions that Brian provides. There is a PNW line. It has three different ones. You can get them separately or you can get them together as a subscription and they smell so good right now. So I will do the first one. This one right here um, is the protect blend. And I just love the packaging. Brian changed up the packaging, the black bags. I love it. I mean, I'm oh. noticing that like it has a thingy up here. Did the other bags have this? Oh no, I think this is new. I'm pretty sure he said that's new. You're all I opening it. <laughs> God, it actually does have a little zipper. <gasps> no way. Oh my gosh. Okay. ASMR. <laughs> Oh, how cool. So good. Yes. No, Ooh. that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I love the new packaging. Good job, Brian and Nicole. Love it. So yeah, that is the Protect Blend. And which, what other one do you have, Erica? Um, I have, so the one that I just ripped open was the Empower <laughs> Blend. And that Ooh. has to on it. And the yes. art that's on the bags is made by Snow from PNW Protectors, who's an incredible artist. Um, to Lake was a Southern resident that pushed her calf around on her rostrum for 18 days. There's a bag that is, and yeah. now 
has a new cap. Yeah. I love the packaging. Like the art is so pretty on them. Yeah. Oh, love it. And then the last one we have is the Restore Blend. How pretty is that? Oh my gosh, I love it. So pretty. Let's smell this one. I don't want to open all of them, but. Yeah, Brian, whatever. I think it was like the second or third like month that he was like sending these out. Mm -hmm. He was like, hey, like, you know, the ones that you have and do you want to like try other ones? And then I was like, yeah, I'll try some other ones. And then I did. And then like, he asked me again the next month. He's like, what do you think of those? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I like all the coffee. It's all very good, but there's a certain um, level of joy that I get from seeing a yeah. whale. I know. I know. I love the packaging, PNW protectors amazing um if you guys didn't already know i've mentioned it we try to mention it on every podcast to where um i do package some samples so if you guys become a patron um i, I think the last two tiers i have that as a special perk but something really cool that Blackpin Coffee does is that they donate 100% of the proceeds to PNW Protectors, which is amazing. We really want to try to bring awareness to the Southern Resident Orcas, and this is a great way to do it. And we do have a coupon code. If you want to purchase one or all three, you can uh, visit uh, www.blackfin.coffee. And the coupon code is OceanLovers20, and you'll get 20% off at checkout. And definitely let us know if you guys do purchase one and share it on your stories, tag us, tag Blackfin, tag Breaching Extinction. We love seeing it if you guys end up purchasing it. Um, but speaking of samples, again, we do offer that on our Patreon page. So if you guys want to come up with a way to help support the podcast, um, you guys can visit patreon.com and just type in Ocean Lovers Podcast. And we do have a Patreon page and we have a bunch of different perks along with these samples. So definitely check that out. Uh, we just got a couple new, um, <laughs> am I talking too fast? Oh, I just am laughing because the last time that you and I chatted, we realized that I thought I had a Patreon oh my God. Yes. Okay. <laughs> For those that don't know. So after we recorded the Seaspiracy episode, it was so funny. We were chatting just kind of what for like at least an hour afterwards. It was me, um, Erica Wirth and Kendra. We were just chatting after and it was so funny. Erica was talking about her um, Patreon page and Kendra was looking it up and she's like, I can't find it. And I'm like, yeah, it's weird. I can't find it either. Like, are you sure it's up? She's like, yeah, like I have the tears up and everything. And we're like, what? And then she goes up like five minutes later. She's like, oh, guys, I didn't launch it. <laughs> and we're like, yep. <laughs> I said, my God. If you want to support this, check out our Patreon for literally probably a year. <laughs> like honestly, probably a year, Kirsty. Like, are you kidding? That's so weird. I could have sworn like you had it up at one point though. What? I said I could have sworn you had it up at one point though. So it's it's weird how it I don't know. I'm very confused. But um, yeah, in case you guys you know want to also help support breaching extinction uh a year a year later her patreon page is officially up, it's up. It's up <laughs> so yeah we just thought that was really funny we were laughing about it for for a while we thought it was hilarious and she I did thought, mention it on her podcast so they know how to use it. i said go support theirs first though because they know how to use patreon <laughs> so they probably deserve it more and oh my gosh 
and you get free samples. <laughs> I try. I try to keep up on the Patreon page as much as possible. Okay. So yeah. So that is our sponsor. That's our Patreon page. Breaching Extinction also has one if you guys want to check it out. And yeah, let's get into our Earth Day conversation. So let's see what's in my notes here. Oh, I think the perfect way to start this is let me close my box ASMR. <laughs> right. Um, let's talk about what was released today for Earth Day. There was a documentary released on Disney Plus, and it was called what is it called? The Secret of Whales. Yep, Secret of right. Whales. Secret of the Whales on Disney Plus, and Erica had a really cool interview with someone. So do you want to tell us a little bit about it? We don't have to go like, I haven't seen the documentary, so we don't have to like go into detail about the documentary, but yeah, tell Uh, us about that. Yeah. So I, a few months ago, um, one of the people that like pushes like the publishing, I guess, or um, the media for um, the documentaries reached out to me and shared the documentaries with me. And so I watched them and then I was able to interview Brian Scary, who is um, a Nat Geo photographer and the guy that produced this. And he walked us through like how the documentary went from like, originally it was going to be a magazine article. And then like, he kind of discovered the complexity of, you know, whales and trying to cover this topic and that like, it couldn't really be done that way. And so he shared with us his journey of how it turned into a whole entire docu-series and why he chose the whales and we talked about some different scenes in the movie and that just came out on Earth Day which is awesome Um, but it's a four-part docu-series and um, they have episodes on humpbacks, killer whales, sperm whales, and belugas it was pretty awesome. Um, I think that they like did a really good job and like of doing the documentary and I think it's so interesting to see the narrative change and like you know, I've only been in this industry for like 10 years. Um, but like, I just like, I don't know, we talk about like how we can't anthropomorphize animals. And like the idea I feel like of ever suggesting that an animal has a culture or a personality was like previously something that like was super taboo to say. And now we're starting to see that there's like science that backs that and that other animals have culture and like whales are like, one of the first animals that we're seeing this in. And I think that we're going to continue to see it in more animals. Um, but that they're just the first ones because they're that big charismatic megafauna that people are drawn to. Um, and so they get the attention and that's why we see it, but it's just interesting to see kind of the landscape of the conversation change and the way that we understand the animals changing. And I just, I'm curious to see what we, what we're saying in 10 years from now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause everything's changing. Mm -hmm. But I think phenomenal job of like this is how we like this is like this is I don't know I think this could be really big for getting people to like value animals differently like I think because of how much we kind of other ourselves from animals and like we're like oh we're so different like we're all on this big like floating rock together you know or <laughs> good um but like you know we do need to cohabitate it and like I think shedding light on animals having culture and things like that is gonna do a great job of that. So I'm, I'm excited to see how people respond to the documentary. Yeah. I think it was awesome project and I'm excited to see what else we learn from it. Yeah. I'm super excited to watch it. Did you watch all four yes. episodes? You did. Which one was your favorite? Um, Orcas. <laughs> okay. So, okay. All right. This is, we're getting some serious tea that I can never admit on my podcast. And I hope Uh-oh. that none of my 
listeners ever hear this. Uh, my favorite episode was the belugas. My favorite whale is the humpback, though. So the humpback is my favorite. Because I just have spent so much time with the humpback whales here. I have come to love them. And like, we had so many friendly whales last summer. And like, I just, I don't know. Orcas, I love orcas, obviously. Obviously. I mean, if you guys aren't on our Patreon page and you don't watch our video episodes, you really should because... Erica's wearing her um orca onesie right now for those that can't see um <laughs> and it is a sight to see like I just love it it's amazing yeah yeah no we love the orcas but like I've had some s- incredible humpback encounters and yeah. like of course is peaches and then humpback whales <laughs> yeah I'm I'm ex- obviously I'm excited for all of them but I'm like really excited for the sperm whale episode the sperm whale cool i Isn't honestly it? i don't know about sperm whales as i do the other whales and i learned a lot that one was pretty really? awesome okay cool i'm really excited for that ever since we did our deep dive on sperm whales and we were able to watch that nature's giant documentary i have been like obsessed with sperm whales like i have like a new love for sperm whales so now it's like i mean i was already i already had it on my bucket list to want to like be in the water with sperm whales you know where they like sleep vertically um oh my gosh, I want to do that so badly. But ever since that documentary and doing our deep dive, I was like, oh, I just love them so much now. So I'm really excited. I'm excited for all of them, but I'm excited for the sperm whale. They're all really good. Yeah. That's but you cool. guys should watch them, watch them on Disney Plus. Yes. Yep. They're available now to watch. Technically, this is Friday, so it was available yesterday. Um, Christian and I are going to be watching it. And I think... Um, I'm hoping that we can do, uh, I'll, I'm sure Erica's going to watch it too. So I think we're going to do an episode where we talk about the, um, Ooh, maybe we could do a four part series. <gasps> Would you want to do that with us? Yes. Okay, cool. Sure. Let's, let's plan for that. And we can do one on each episode and like do a discussion about it. That'd be really cool. Yes, we should do that. Oh, cool. I, I've seen them all, but I'm going to watch them all again because my friends yeah. haven't seen them. to see it and we're going to. We're all going to watch it together. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to watch them. Okay, so yeah, if you guys um, have any thoughts or if you guys watched it, let us know. But don't ruin it for us because if we haven't watched it yet, or at least me. Um, but yeah, let us know um, what you guys thought about it on our latest post. And yeah, um, let's see. What else can we talk about? Oh, something else I thought would be interesting for Earth Day would to talk about what are three things that you have on your bucket list? And we can talk about like why, where the reasons behind it, whatnot. Okay. Do you have any that pop out? Okay. So like first bucket list thing is like, I really want to get to Antarctica. Mm. Um, like, I mean, I want to get to all seven continents eventually. And I have four, um, now, so I just have three to go. I'm 25. The goal was to get to all seven by 30, oh, but wow. I kind of learned that timelines are stupid. So, um, all seven before I die, that's all. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I, why I want to go to like all seven continents is just because I've always like seen a lot of value in travel. A lot of the reasons like why I am the person that I am today is because of like the experiences that I had traveling, like when I was growing up, not that I traveled a lot, but we traveled like a a lot in the region that I w- grew up in. So I spent a lot of time like throughout different parts of the South and in the Midwest. Um, 
on like, you know, the Southeast coast of the United States. And then when I got to college, I studied abroad um, four times. And like the whole reason I'm in this field, and I'm, I'm sure that I've shared this on this podcast before, because I share it everywhere all the time. <laughs> but I got into this field at the age of 14. And when I was 16 years old, um, I got a sponsorship from the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium where I was a volunteer to go study polar bears in Antarctica. And I remember going out, we were working with Polar Bears International, we were working like with conservation group scientists, et cetera. We go out into these tundra buggies, we're learning about, you know, how these guys are endangered, blah, blah, blah. And we get out there and I see a wild polar bear and she comes up to the tundra buggy that we're at. She's like walking towards us. I'll share the photo with you. She reaches her paws up against the tundra buggy and I'm like three feet. There's three feet in between us. Naturally, I'm sobbing because that's my response. <laughs> um, and I just remember looking her in the face and it was that moment that I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is oh. it. There's nothing, there's nothing else that I can do. And like, it's funny because I've always kind of teetered that line of like, do I want to study marine mammals? Do I want to study terrestrial animals? Mm-hmm. Polar bears also teeter that line, but they're technically marine mammals. And I fall into that marine mammal, you know, thing all the time. But part of wanting to go to Antarctica is like full circle of like, it started in the Arctic. I want to get to the Antarctic, you know. Um, there's a lot of species that I want to see and understand down there. So that would be one of my bucket list things. Yeah. Is to get to um, cool. I guess another bucket list thing would be to save the Southern residents. We're working on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now, I just watched a campaign with Brian Jenkins, co-extinction film, and PNW. Yes. Black and Coffee, which who sponsors this? Yeah, Brian's awesome. Um, like he really just like has like filled a, a niche that we need in this field of just like so much fucking positivity. Mm-hmm. Sorry, cursing. Like it's like, <laughs> but I needed him to come into the field when he did, or to come onto the scene when he did, because he's like, hey, let's go, let's get some stuff done. Um. But we're working right now to try to get people to write to Senator Cantwell, Senator Murray, our Congress people. There's a big post, um, which maybe you can just share it on your story yeah. on Friday. Yeah, um, I'll do that. And people can see how they can help the Southern residents. But that's one of my goals. Um, we're trying to get directly to Biden. I have made some leeway. So I happen to just be running in some circles with people and um, was at this guy's house and saw a picture on his wall of like, his family with Joe Biden. And I was like, hey, what, what, what is this? It's like the only picture on his wall. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, oh, that's my niece. And like, he calls like everybody his niece and nephew, but this is like legitimately his niece. And apparently <laughs> she Joe Biden and um, her husband had some involvement and I can't like share the details of it. Um, yeah. but he agreed to give me her contact info. What? So um, like, potentially we can check that off the bucket list of getting the dams removed. That's like, we're going to try to set up a meeting. So fingers crossed it all. That'd be cool. And then I guess, let's see, third bucket list thing, other than all seven continents, saving the Southern residents. <laughs> um, I always wanted to swim with whale sharks. I'm going to check that off the bucket list in September. Yes. yes. So there it is. Yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, whale sharks. What about you? What's on your bucket list? Sorry, there was like <gasps> little inter-stories of not answering no. the question. No, I think that's cool. Um, Obviously, sperm whales, like I think I've mentioned it multiple times. I definitely want to dive 
with the sperm whales but I'm I'm not like too educated on like when's a safe time to do it like if they're by the surface they don't really click because I know that's like really harmful to people so I'm assuming that's okay I don't know but um that's something I want to do um getting my diving certificate and license or whatever um that's definitely something I want to do. That's like been on my bucket list. Um, there's actually someone that I met uh, through TikTok. Her name's Diving Bella or something like that. Um, and we've talked a couple of times. She's probably going to make her way onto the podcast soon. And nice. she loves it. She has all this stuff about diving and she's super nice. And so I told her, I was like, yeah, I really want to dive. And she's like, you have to. <laughs> so diving is definitely on my bucket list. Um, ex- yeah. Especially after we snorkeled with the um, leopard sharks, that was pretty awesome. So yeah, I definitely want to dive. Plus my uncle, his girlfriend is like, a, she's been diving since she was a teenager. I guess she used to live in Oh, I think she used to live in Florida. I don't really know. I'd have to double check. Um, but her dad used to, huh? I feel like I remember you telling me about this and you remember, I remember it being in Florida. Yeah. Okay. So it's probably Florida. Yeah. Her dad used to own a dive shop. So she would just work as a teenager in this dive shop and, you know, she just learned how to do it. So she became like, I don't think she became an instructor. Cause I, I asked her, but she became like, I don't know what the term is called when you've been diving for so long and you have like, she has like a lot of her certificates for oh. it. Um, oh, I forget what it's called, like a super diver or like rescue diver, not a rescue diver. It's something it's else. Diver, yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, she, her and my uncle go all the time and are diving and I get so jealous. So diving is definitely on my bucket list. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm hoping that if I transfer to CSUMB, I know that they have a class or a program you can take there and they gradually um, uh, teach you how to dive. So I was kind of waiting it out to see if I can just do it like when I transfer, but yeah, diving is definitely one with sperm whales. That'd be awesome. But diving in general, um, going to Baja to see the gray whales and swim with whale sharks has been a bucket list for the last, I think, two years or so. Um, definitely want to do that. I think if it wasn't for COVID this year, I, I probably would have done it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, I, Christian and I, we love traveling. So I think just always traveling in general would be something I would just want to do but there's so many places I want to travel to I just so what I'm hearing is girls trip to Baja right but... yes yeah. I'm 100% down yes yeah um I don't know what my third one would be I feel like I have a lot um oh man huh so many things there is there's so I feel like there's so many like little things there's not like a big yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Monterey. I think that should be it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I definitely want to kayak this summer. I have not. Surprisingly, I've never kayaked in Monterey Bay. What? I know. Also, I don't know why I'm shocked right now because I remember that you had never been in the ocean until you and Erica yes. and I went with um, the leopard sharks, which is like makes you all the more incredible, which that's like that's crazy that you're like I want to be a marine biologist but I've never been to the ocean like it just means super in you that's so funny 
Okay, yeah. well, girl, hook it up with the kayaks and the paddle boarding. Like, let's yes, go. We have to do it. I know. When I almost, I was initially signing up last year for, um, like the, um, I've always wanted to do the nighttime kayak where it, I think it's in Moss Landing where they have like the bioluminescence around that time of the year. They do those tours. Yeah. I wanted to do that, but then like COVID hit. So like all this stuff that I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this year. And then COVID hit. So there was a lot of stuff that like kayaking in the Bay doing the nighttime tour. Um, there was a tour for uh, kayaking with humpbacks. I was going to do that. And then again, COVID happened. So this year, this year, it's going to happen. Yeah. No, definitely come down and go kayaking. I'll take you. I, I am a kayak guide still technically. Yes. Um, an on-call kayak guide, mm-hmm. but yes, um, I can take you on a kayak tour. So cool. fun. Um, I haven't kayaked in the slough and every time that like I have passengers that ask me if I've kayaked in the slough and then I'm like, no, they're like, what is wrong with you? So like, we I'm should definitely surprised. go. Yeah. It's the best, um, yeah. which I'm not shocked by because there's sea otters and there's so many birds. There's so many cool birds in the Elkhorn Slough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we should definitely do that. I would love to go kayaking in the bioluminescence. Oh my gosh, it'd yes. be so awesome. We should make that happen. Yes, 100%. Oh, I guess another like type of bucket list is um, I've always wanted to, because I've seen it on social media for like years now is go up to Big Sur and get a long exposure shot of the bioluminescence. So that's kind of on my bucket list. I'm here and we're going to do that. Yes. Let's Big do Sur it. bioluminescence. It's craziness. I like Big Sur is like the best place in the world ever. Like it's insane. Big Sur is one of my happy places. Like there are like three locations in the world that I could think of that are like my heart and fucking soul mm-hmm. and like Tanzania, the first one Tanzania is the first thing I ever fell in love with like I remember leaving Tarangiri National Park after like seeing lions for the first time and leopards and like I just got hit with this wave of like undoubtedly I was like oh I'm in love that's what this is like Aww. I'm just country and like I feel such a strong connection to that part of the world. And then I have that same connection to like the San Juan Islands and then Big Sur. And I get to live 20 minutes from Big Sur. And like anytime that I'm in any sort of like weird headspace or I need to like get away or regroup or something, that is where I go. And like, it's Big Sur is like, honestly, such a magical place. Oh my God. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. I thought I'm going to I feel like Santa Cruz is a little bit more upbeat. Monterey is a little bit more sleepy. And since I work in Moss, I could do either one, but I don't want to be that, that far away from Big Sur ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I haven't really, I mean, I've been to Big Sur, but I've never like really ventured into it. So we'll have to like go hiking or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Is there any other topics we should talk about for our Earth Day? Those are like mainly all my notes that I kind of jotted down. Um, I don't know. We talked about a lot. We talked about our bucket list stuff. We talked about the new documentary series on Disney Plus. Let's see. What did you do to celebrate Earth Day? What did I do? I worked. (laughs) I worked and came home. I wasn't able to do that much, but um, I mean, I created a really cool design with my iPad. awesome that one so the one I well I was gonna post it on Ocean Lovers podcast Instagram today but I figured I would wait 
until um this episode came out to just post it then so but it's on my it's on my personal page and I did the same version just a little bit of a different color on Secret Harbor and I love it I love how it turned out it took me hours to do it though because I super good like photoshop or something well so i use an app called procreate and it's what i used like to do a lot of my art stuff on and so basically i just took the images i inserted them into just this drawing page and i just took my pen and individually uh outlined every single one and erased the entire picture around it and i did that for every single image on there and then just place them and resize them and yeah I want to say the hardest one was the sea grapes yes (laughs) that one was hard because my hand was in it so I had to like go in the little crevices and delete like my finger and all kinds of stuff but yeah it was it was actually very therapeutic to do that to be quite honest oh it's so cute I love it yeah I love it art is very therapeutic it is it it was like just outlining it I was like really into it and I haven't sat there for like in a while just to do something like that so it was kind of nice to and it turned out really cool too thanks yeah I was gonna put writing like in the middle saying like earth day or happy earth day but then it like covered a lot of the stuff so I'm like no I'll just keep it what is the sea otter eating the sea otter that was the one on the dock um sanctuary Yes, I do recall. Yes. We were eating potted toast and watching the sea otter. <laughs> and he was playing with the little mat. So I think he had a piece of it. No, oh, that's right. This is a piece of the mat. I'm like, this looks like a weird crab. What? <laughs> um, yeah. Amazing. Yep. And that sea star is from when we went to uh, tide pulling at night. Frank. Why oh is that? Not- I'm so upset. Are you kidding? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So funny thing when I was playing animal crossing, (laughs) um, when you, I don't know if you know too much about animal crossing, but you can go diving on the Island and you can go get sea creatures. And one of the sea creatures, it looks like a nudibranch and it's called a sea slug. They just call it a sea slug on there. I I mean, I, I would, I understand why they might have to do that because younger people also play it and they're like, they probably wouldn't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) So they have to like, try to keep it simple, but believe it or not, I feel like animal crossing has done a really good job surprisingly with like giving people information about animals and like all kinds of stuff. Like, like if you go and like turn in the animals and you like sell them or whatever on animal crossing, they actually like tell you, you can learn more about each one. And it's actually pretty interesting. Or, you know, you learn the names and it's funny because when each month, like a different animal will be like released to where you can find different things and they try to change it up. And when the Mola Mola, um, got updated into it, people went crazy. And Erica said that she, when they saw Mola Mola out on the water one day, um, she, I told her that I, you know, it was on animal crossing and I showed her a picture and she was like, oh my gosh, somebody on the boat said, oh, is that a Mola Mola? And they mentioned they know that because of Animal Crossing. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. They should put new brains and stop. I know, right? <laughs> new brains are everything. Inverts yeah. are the best. 
honestly, snails are the best. I have a fish tank and there are snails in it and the snails are the best part of the fish tank. Hey. My fish are cool, whatever, my shrimp are cool or whatever, but the snails. But the snails. And if I could have a nudibranch, oh, I would definitely have a nudibranch. You're like tossing everything out. You're like, here you go. <laughs> like throw, throw the whole fish tank just into the street. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Then, then get stressed out because I just right. <laughs> oh my but gosh! Like, <laughs> so this is all an awful plan and a joke. In case anybody yes, total up. joke. I would feel yeah. such. I would feel like a terrible person. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So to to end the episode, um, yeah. let's do this. Um. So in honor of Earth Day, what is one thing that you would want to change for the better, whether it's for the planet, for the ocean, uh, whatever it may be? What is one thing? It could be, you know, something eco-friendly, environmentally friendly. What's one thing you would want to change in your day-to-day lifestyle? Wow. Um, (laughs) So this is like probably an overly complicated answer for (laughs) the question because I could just be like use less water less plastic yeah. um I think for me I would want to see a change in the way that we as people interact with each other in the field of conservation there we go um, that's a good one like I just read a p- paper um I did an episode a few weeks ago on a paper that talked about the mixed emotions of orca conservation and the role that our emotions play and as somebody who you know went to school for psychology and environmental studies I find that fascinating Um, And as somebody that's always working on themselves and like wanting to be the best version of themselves, um, I want to carry that into the field and inspire other people to do the same because one of the biggest things that I noticed and you and I talked about this a little bit before the podcast started is a lot of the problems that I see with the planet, um, we can't solve because there are human problems that get in the way of that first. Mm -hmm. So I the biggest thing to change the planet is to change ourselves and to when we have conversations about the planet and with one another or like what we need to do is have open hearts and open minds and like you know assume that people have good intentions like assume intent if you're going to assume anything assume good intentions and like um you know do your best to work together because i see there's a lot of division um within the environmental field, I see a lot of people fighting. And I think that if we healed a lot of our like inner stuff first, culture and as individuals, that we could truly heal the planet at that point. But I think they're like, and as cheesy and dorky as this sounds, like, I think that there's like too much hatred and negativity. And that gets in the way of our goals at the end of the day, which is to like make this planet livable for everybody who inhabits it. Yeah. No, that's a, that's, that's really good. I like that because I feel like more people, like you said, in the community tend to not want to work together if they don't see eye to eye on things. And I feel like that's like the best time to be like, Hey, let's talk, let's discuss, let's respect one another. Let's team up. What can we do better? And I, yeah, I like that a lot. So for anybody, anybody listening that is going into the field, definitely try to keep an open mind, listen, educate yourself by listening to podcasts, by reaching out to people and, um, just getting educated in, you know, 
about the whales or about marine biology in general, about the community, and just try to hear everyone's side and then see, just kind of go from there. Yeah, I think so. And I think connections, I feel like is a really big deal in this field. I was actually just talking to Christian about that. Um, I think yesterday we were in the car and I'm like, uh, somehow we got on the topic of, you know, I think we were just talking about the podcast in general. And I was telling him how awesome it is that I've made so many connections with so many different people. And it's like in the field that we're in, it's so important because it is a tight community when you are in it. Like it's like, oh, you know that person? Oh, I met that person. Like it's really a tight community and the communi- uh, the connections you make and the way you communicate with people, it, it's a it's a really big difference. So yeah. Yeah. It's a very tight knit community. So it's like, it's very important not to like burn bridges or make enemies or write people off because that they may have a different viewpoint than you do, you know, Mm -hmm. because ultimately like we all are going to be stronger at the end of the day. And like, it's silly to fight with people that are on your team, as opposed to like fighting towards a goal of like, for example, saving the Southern residents or fighting climate change or like fighting plastic in the ocean. Um, and like this kind of, I think goes along with the theme of like the whole seaspiracy episode that we just did a few weeks yeah. ago. Um, but yeah, like you definitely, like, it's important to like make connections and like, you know, we all have to support each other. And like, that's the other thing too, is I think it's really hard sometimes to be in this field because it's emotionally draining to watch the thing that you love die in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think a lot of people don't talk about that. And I would like to see more people talk about that and be like, Hey, let's be real. This is really difficult because like everybody's here because they're super passionate. Right. You know? And so for us to like, I think a lot of like the conflicts and stuff that we see are because the people, their emotions and like their feelings are hurt because of like what they see going on to the planet. Like I know for me personally, like when I went down to the dams and I saw like, I got that emotionally, like hit a chord of me and I like really wanted to cry at the time and I didn't feel comfortable doing so then just because I don't like crying in front of other people but like um it just was like for me I was like wow this is like symbolic of how we treat the planet and like the whole plight of the southern residents I feel like is like that um symbolic of how we treat it and I like I feel like I say this kind of stuff on my podcast a lot and like I don't want to sound like bitter or jaded um and I think I definitely have done that like in the past because like it is frustrating like so Mm -hmm. frustrating sometimes um but like we're all on the same team and I think that we need to work together even if we don't see eye to eye you know and I think what you said you were totally right of like when there's a difference that's more of a reason to talk to someone and be like hey why do you think that you know and I'll always use Jim Whitehead as a good example him and I are friends him and I are on the same team I work on whale watch boats he used to smoke bomb whale watch boats (laughs) Like, and we are still on the same team and we're still able to sit down and have a conversation. Obviously that's not how he handles things now. And like, there's nothing like, you know, there's nothing to be said about that, but like, you know, if, if him and I can do it, anybody can do it, you know? Yeah. It's funny that you, you say that you always go back to that, like reference or that example, because every time I think about something like that, I think of, I forget what the documentary is called, but I mentioned it. I think we were on. think you were on one of their episodes when I mentioned it it might have been the first episode you came on um where I talked about uh Jane Goodall and how she was trying to create this sanctuary for these um uh uh 
uh, what's it called? Um, these chimps. And she ended up partnering up with this oil company. I believe it was an oil company. Um, and she was, some people were giving her black backlash for it because, uh, because it was like, why is this oil company supporting this? It's like, she goes and she explains it in there. Why not partner up with these people? Why not show these people that they can do some good? And instead of saying you are bad people, we hate you. And, um, bringing them down instead she said here let me show you what we can do and so that's something that I always think about whenever I think about people just not agreeing with one another because everybody has the right to their own own opinion and we don't I mean how boring would it be if we all just agreed with each other it's not going to (laughs) happen so it's it's one of those things where you just have to be open-minded and be respectful towards people um and have that discussion sometimes it's not an easy one but sometimes have that discussion and try to get on the same page or try to at least understand where people are coming from and then just be respectful about it I mean there's there's only so much you can do and if you walk away from a conversation about you know how much you love whales but you don't see eye to eye on this specific topic you can walk away from it saying at least I tried you know at least I talked to this person at least I had a discussion I think we still respect each other and hey maybe some some way down the road something will change into their mind something will change into my mind like you just never know and um you never know so yeah just be mindful totally valid I mean my like mindset has switched on things I've been like Mm -hmm one way in regards to like certain environmental topics and then I start thinking in another way because I'm presented with new information or because like somebody explained it to me in a different way and like yeah you know all should be you know like open to new information but yeah we are on the same team and we have to work together and like you know we don't have the luxury to not be on the same team Mm -hmm. you know um but yeah I agree with everything and I think that that's how we make a better planet is by being better people ourselves and like you know the Jane Goodall example is a great example and I think there's a lot of people like for example like say you know SeaWorld wanted to come and get involved with the southern residents or something like that I feel like a lot of people would push back but like you know people can do wrong but we shouldn't in a spot of being like you are the worst forever you know exactly allow them to have that opportunity to do so and we should encourage them and we should empower one another rather than holding because like when you hold people in that bad place forever like that doesn't do any good and at the end of the day like you got to remember that you're like okay what's the goal the goal is let's make sure there's less plastic in the ocean let's you know decrease temperature rise like etc how are we going to get there by working together by getting as many people on board and we don't do that by like shaming one another and by like keeping people in a box so like good on Jane Goodall for mm-hmm. like, bringing the oil companies in because anybody can help you know yeah. and allow them to empower them to you know like I know it sounds hippy dippy and cheesy but like realistically like that's what we need yeah no I agree because like you said you made a good point where you can't really it wouldn't be a positive change if you were just like SeaWorld, for example, if, if they're trying to make a difference, if they're trying to change their ways, then why not bring them into the situation and say, Hey, they can do some good, or they're trying to do some good because then maybe other companies, you know, big corporations might go, 
well, even if we tried, they're still going to see as bad. What's the point in trying, you know, other people might not feel like it's worth it. If people are not willing to bring these people in and be like, okay, you're willing to help. All right, let's, let's change. Let's do, let's do something positive out of a negative situation. And so I, yeah, so. Yes. And we can, we can flip the script every time. Like we can turn every negative thing into a lesson and then we can, you know, like literally just turn like, I don't know, lemons into lemonade. Like it's that simple. I mean, it's not that simple. It's more complex, but like, I feel yeah. like if we're able to like heal ourselves and like realize maybe why we don't want to like let SeaWorld back in and be like, okay, because we are hurt because that there's like a trust issue. And I don't know if anything's actually going on with SeaWorld. This is just an example that yeah. I've made up like potentially relevant but um <laughs> yeah um but like I don't know we just got to have open hearts open mind and like work together where we can and if we can't if we truly can't disagree on or agree on something like just just let that go and work on what you can together yeah That's exactly yay yes. all right yay. Yay. <laughs> well thanks for coming on with me as a last minute <laughs> I can always count on you <laughs> thanks for having me always fun um, I always love listening to your guys' podcast too. Yeah. And I just listened to yours. Mm. Yeah. Love it. We're only listening to your friend's podcast and only talk to your friends. That's, and that's it. it. <laughs> Close <laughs> circle. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. Don't do that. People don't do no. that. Listen no. to as many as you can. <laughs> we love those (laughs) all right you guys well thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far into the podcast um but yeah so stay tuned for future episodes i know that erica and i are supposed to be actually i don't know if we mentioned this in the last episode i was supposed to because we were talking about updates but we are going to be guests on two different podcasts which i'm not really sure if i can release that information yet but um, we will keep you guys posted on like what podcast when it comes out. Um, and then we do have a couple guests scheduled to come on our podcast. So we're really excited. And um, obviously we, we talk about making connections all the time and we love talking to new people. So we're super excited to have more newer people on the podcast. And yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ocean Lovers Podcast. For more ways to support our podcast, subscribe to our Patreon for additional content and special perks. Thanks so much for your support and catch a new episode every Friday.